What's going on, everybody? This is SecDevOps.ai. Welcome to the show. Yes, sir. All right, all right, all right. Here we go. Yes, glad to be back. Back in effect. So we have something interesting we're talking about today. Yep. Um, very unique. I think that there's uh, many aspects to this. Uh, mm -hmm. We're going to talk about Layer 8. Yep, Layer 8. And uh, that can mean a lot of things. You know, we're all in uh, tech. We talk about mm -hmm. infrastructure, yep. intelligence. Right. And, you know, we think about the OSI model when we think of layers. Yep. So what exactly is Layer 8 and how does it fit into the OSI model? Right. So the OSI model is basically how uh, it brought order to the Internet. Everybody was kind of like making uh, applications and infrastructure, and there was no, no structure to it. So the OSI model was an attempt to do that. And you would work your way from physical all the way up through the application. Um, and so layer eight was like this sort of like jokey joke term for the, the end user. Right. And most often you heard it as a joke, like, oh, it must be a layer eight issue, basically mm -hmm. user error, right? <clears throat> and I think that we should probably change uh, that 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 uh, that that scope a little bit. I think instead of like looking at it as like all oh, this idiot user, I think of layer eight as the individual, like improving the individual. The, because layer one through seven has improved by leaps and bounds over the last 30, 40 years, right? Right. Layer eight still sounds like a joke to me. And, you know, we were just talking about patching, right? Yep. You were saying we patch all types of things in the infrastructure. Right. Well, how, how about layer eight? Yep, let's patch layer eight. <laughs> like every time someone levels up, every time someone learns something new or changes their mind on a decision, like you can have a, an idea and then you learn from somebody and you know what? I'm going to adopt that. You just got patched. Right. You just patched yourself. So, like, for instance, for my – this is a personal story. So, I've always been in tech. I've always had a decent amount of money at my disposal. I used to spend it like it was going out of style. I used to buy – you know, I had the, the high-end car. I had the best clothes, the watch, all that stuff. Wow. Then I read a book, The Millionaire Next Door, and it completely changed – how I consumed and how I, I made my purchases, how I made my investments. I got patched. I got patched on the way driving from Maryland down to Georgia. I listened to that entire you listened book. Listened to it. Yep. And and as soon as I stepped out of that car, I was a completely different person. Yeah. And you know, like uh that's a great analogy because without reading something like that, you might be bleeding cash. Yeah. You know, like it's a vulnerability. Yep. You gotta patch it. Right. So speaking of like the OSI model and patching, you know, we have to talk about protocols. Yep. So what are some of the protocols? Let's talk about protocols that we define as layer eight. Yep. So what are a few examples that come to your mind when we think of layer eight protocols? So I think of a, a few different things. So I, when I think of the, the individual, I think of all of the aspects of life that could affect the individual they could also affect them in their, their, their work life, right? So everything from their relationship to their relationship with their kids to how they live their life, whether it's nutrition or fitness, uh, their productivity, uh, their, uh, their ability to be creative, uh, their ability to be mindful. Like mm -hmm. I think mindfulness is 
starting to catch on. Like you have a lot more people meditating. You have yeah. people doing yoga, doing these things to get better, especially on the West Coast. On the East Coast, I think it was a little slower to catch on. I'm sure there are a lot of people on the East Coast that meditate. But here is a lot more uh, accepted. Yeah, for sure. I agree. I think that, you know, speaking of meditation and being mindful, I think, you know, just also understanding gratitude. We're, we're yep. in a, an incredible time uh, working in tech, working in cyber, mm -hmm. uh, detecting threats, you know, building right. infrastructure at a massive scale. So I think taking some time out and reflecting on those areas, you know, really builds up those that layer eight foundation. Some yep. of the protocols that I, you know, consider and I really look at for layer eight um, is definitely fitness. So I 100% yep. agree with you there. And and also um, taking time out for yourself in the morning. Mm -hmm. You know, if you do that, then it can be extremely incredible. And, you know, uh, you'll have the space to do something productive or maybe go after a hobby or go after another skill that you've been wanting to go after for a while now. Right. Yeah. So I actually just gave a talk at work. Uh, you saw that what I was talking about is basically uh, productivity in the morning or priming yourself for productivity. Yes. Uh, I gave it at work. It, it went great. Everybody was asking me questions about how to meditate. You know, what do you, what should I do to prime the central nervous system in the morning? Uh, what can I do to actually exercise my will on a daily basis? So Admiral McRaven, he gave a, a commencement speech that basically talked about making your bed every day. Mm -hmm. Making your bed every day. It seems like something silly, right? I mean, we definitely did it in the Marine Corps, but he it, that was his early win for every day. Oh, every yes. single day you can make your bed. Tim Ferriss, he says, no matter how bad your day has been already or if you had a, a crappy night, you still can make your bed unless you're like incapacitated and you're like in a hospital. <laughs> so I was like, no, I'm still going to make my bed. But yeah, so I mean, winning the morning, getting time for yourself in the morning is huge. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, I think that just, you know, like you were saying, winning the day, I think that's crucial. Um, you, that's really how you build those skills uh, after work. You know, yep. you have to win the day. Everything has to be set up. Right. And if you accomplish it, then you're one step closer. I think also uh, having something to write down your thoughts. Yep. Uh, it could be journaling. It could just be capturing ideas. But as these thoughts come, you might have a good one every now and again. If you don't have anything to capture it, you know, the memory will fade after so long. So I think that best practice for me when I'm learning a new skill Yep. I definitely, whether I'm watching a video, whether I'm reading the text, mm -hmm. I, I have to take notes yep. because I know that it retains longer right. and I can always go back because that's my learning style in the first place. Yeah, oftentimes when I, I write notes or, or write stuff down, I find that I don't even have to go back to it because it, it just works the brain in such a way that it's more ingrained and, and it just kind of becomes a, a part of who you are. Right. So from uh, uh, an accountability standpoint, I do these weekly check-ins on LinkedIn. And they it's actually been pretty popular. People are joining every week. They're saying, this is what I did this week. Uh, mm -hmm. This is why this week was successful. And this is what I'm going to do next week. So everybody that's a part of that crew, we hold each other accountable. This is what's going to get done. And we'll see if I get it done next week and then I'll be on to the next thing. This right. is constantly like pushing yourself to be better because if, if you just kind of do up, oh, this is business as usual, business as usual this week. I woke up, I went to work, I came home, I watched TV and 
I just do the same thing the next day. Like Rinse, we're, wash, we're, and repeat. Yeah, where where's the improvement in that? Sure, you might be doing like little minute improvements, but are you consciously getting better? Are you consciously moving the ball forward? Yeah. And, and since this is the first, um, you know, this is the first episode for this series. Yep. Let's start. Let's talk about how, like, what's one step we can do to get the ball rolling? You know, let's brainstorm a few ideas and yep. uh, share what we do to, you know, maybe tackle a new hobby, get out of a slump, yep. break a bad routine. Right. So I'll tell you what I do, uh, and I do this, uh, you can ask my wife, because uh, she hates it sometimes. I completely immerse myself into something that I either don't understand and want to understand or something I want to get get better at just in general. So, for instance, yoga. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going hard on yoga. Right. It's only been, like, two <laughs> weeks, but I'm going hard. I, I, I've probably done 20 <laughs> sessions in, in a week and a half. And and I love it. I love it because I suck at it. Mm-hmm. And the more you do things that you suck at, the better and more callous your mind gets. Because you know, just like Goggins, right? David Goggins. <laughs> you know, he 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 wrote an amazing, amazing book. Uh, Can't hurt me. Uh, I I encourage everybody to go out there. E- it's a great read. Either Absolutely. either get the book, uh, or even better, get the. Uh, the the uh, audible version uh, because it, it has additional things uh, almost like a, a podcast. It is mix. a podcast, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, so you you like to get yourself uncomfortable and throw yep. yourself right into the more so the deep end. Yep, yeah. So I mean, like, why why chase comfort? Right. Like if you if you're chasing comfort, you're you're not growing. Yep. Yeah, so throwing yourself into the deep end is is huge because what's the the best way to learn the language? To be surrounded, be submerged, be surrounded yeah. by it. <laughs> exactly. That's how kids learn. They're around language mm-hmm. all day, and that's how they pick it up. Submerged. If I threw you in Japan in four months, you're gonna be speaking Japanese. There's a good possibility for that. Yeah. <laughs> And especially uh, if you like to break, you know, um, to into new hobbies and goals and break yep. out of bad routines. For me, uh, the way that I I break out of a bad routine best is by starting on the day where it's most inconvenient for me to start. Right. So if if I need to start my diet, for instance, I'll start on a Saturday. That's wild because everyone <laughs> starts on Monday. I'll start to die yeah. on Monday. It's easy to start on Monday. But it, is it, though? Because everyone starts on Monday, and how many people actually stick to it? You have that one day. But if you start on Saturday, yeah. no one's starting on Saturday. Right. So it's just you, and you, you realize, okay, this is this is my goal. Yeah. I don't have anyone else that can really – that that should really be involved in this. This yeah. is really on me. I've actually started uh, diets on Fridays because I find – the weekend is difficult. And so when you start a diet on Monday, you had all that willpower Monday through Friday, and then you got to the weekend, and that's when everybody wants to hang out mm-hmm. and everybody wants to party. But if you start a diet on Friday, you're just a day in. And you go on Saturday, you're like, I'm pretty good. Nah, I don't need to eat that pizza. Nah, I'll skip the donuts. And then you're already a weekend in. Mm-hmm. So then you kind of build on that momentum. And Ex- I think momentum is huge. Yeah. And to flip it, you know, same with tech. You know, mm-hmm. if I am learning, for instance, when I learned Golang, you know, that was one of my newer languages. Uh, started on the weekend, mm-hmm. which is 
I guess, a pretty good time to start studying a new topic. Right. But no days off and painfully completing each exercise. Yeah. Like, all right, this is the exercise section. There's 10. I need to do all 10 of these. Yeah. So I think, you know, it's, it's, it's like being submerged in it. Yeah. And going through it. And, you know, even though there might be a little pain resistance mm-hmm. to just, you know, still go and complete the job. Yep. And the, the other thing that I found that this paid so many dividends and I tell this to everybody that I mentor, start a project, whether yes. it's a startup, whether it's a project for work, a project for school, a project just because you're interested, find a problem that you want to solve yourself. Or a problem you want to solve for others and just go through it. So I did threat intelligence for maybe five years before I started my company. But I didn't really understand, like wholeheartedly understand threat intelligence until I started my company and had to sell it. Mm-hmm. Being able to convey to another person the value of threat intelligence didn't come natural to me. It, it was something that I was kind of like stumbling around with. But eventually, like once I had it, once I had I understood exactly the value of threat intelligence it was easy like understanding how to inject it into different functions across a security program i wouldn't have been able to explain that without starting my own company and and trying to to run it for two years and it it did really well yeah being and that also goes to you know doing something on the job too Mm -hmm. um you know, I, I think a lot of us try to learn something new. Maybe it's something like interpersonal skills. You need access to people. Mm-hmm. You want to learn machine learning. You need access to data programming. Yep. You need access to time to put pen to paper. Yeah. And um, sometimes it's it's a little tough, but sometimes it's best to pivot into a better opportunity that's mm-hmm. going to allow you to get the skills that you want. Pivot is one of my favorite words of all time <laughs> uh, because you can use it in so many different uh, concepts or, or parts of life. So uh, a key thing for me from a, a career perspective is the ability to pivot from one career to another. I, I started with Intel, intelligence. I, I, I wasn't a, a cybersecurity background. I've never worked a help desk. I've never been a system administrator. I've never been a DBA. I've never done any of that stuff. But I had to learn additional skills and use the skills that I already had in order to make that pivot. Right. You And I've done this so many times in my career. There, I've learned a, a set of skills, and then I saw, oh, off in the distance, I want to do that. What are skills I can do right now that can push me to that? A lot of times I'll go for jobs that I'm not even close to being qualified for. And... A lot, for a lot of people, that's scary. Like, what if you get the job? Yeah, what if you get the job? Then you got to figure it out. Either way. You, you got to push and you got to grow. And that's the only way you're going to get those, those you know, miraculous positions. That, that coveted role, like, you're not going to get there by playing it safe. Either way, you got to work. Yeah. Either way. Work. Yeah. And um, that those are all great points, actually. Mm. Oh, yeah. thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> those are all great points. Agreeing with everything, um, it's gonna go somewhere, but I think that that's a that's a bow on it, actually. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah no, it was a good show. Look for uh, we're gonna have a lot of guests on the show. Uh, there are a lot of people that I know have great ideas, have great ideas about productivity, have great ideas about career inclusion, all kinds of stuff, fitness. 
meditation, mindfulness, the whole gambit. I'm excited about the series. Yes, we have a lot. Yeah, I think we're going to help a lot of people, uh, get a lot of people motivated just to be better. I want everybody to be better. Yes. I think we get stuck in a, in a mindset of like, I'm going to get mine, everybody else figure it out. I'm all about like, as I rise, as I come up, I want to bring people with me. Like, I don't, I don't want to be at the top by myself. Like, it, that doesn't make sense. But that's it, y'all. All right. And we'll see you all in the next uh, video. And check out the show notes for all of the details. Yeah. And also a link to the Slack community. See you guys later. All right.